Buckle up as we launch into the second half of the Counterculture Mom Show. Here's your host, Tina Griffin. Hey, everybody. This is the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. And today we are obviously talking about a touchy subject, but one that needs to be talked about. Our social media inboxes have been blowing up and a lot of people are asking us the question, with kids going back to school, with people wanting to go back to work, should they get the jab? Should they not? And we want to know the truth about this. We have a physicist, nuclear cardiologist, and attorney, Dr. Richard M. Fleming. Thank you, doctor, for jumping on board with us last minute here. We love having you on the program today. It's my pleasure to be here, Tina. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. We had to have someone that actually was speaking truth because there's a lot of hearsay on there, a lot of TikTok videos going around. No one seems to know what the truth actually is. You do. Um, You're a physicist, nuclear cardiologist, attorney with 53 years of research. People, buckle your seatbelt for this guy. He is a physician who developed... (laughs) The Inflammothrombotic Disease Theory for Heart Disease, Cancer, and Infections like SARS-CoV-2 in 1994, Dr. Fleming patented the only method that can measure changes occurring inside the body and have conducted and published research on treatments. His investigation into SARS-CoV-2 includes the patents, published research, and research grants from the U.S. government responsible for developing this gain-of-function virus. You know what? I'm thrilled to have you on the show. I don't even know how we tracked you down, but we need your advice and and wisdom on this, what you're calling a biohazard shot, hence the T-shirt I'm wearing to go along with it. Um, you know, a vaccine won't save you. I believe that Jesus will, and we're going to hear your stance on this crazy shot. Digging in deep, SARS-CoV-2 is a gain-of-function bioweapon. You said it yourself. I've been calling that a, a bioweapon now for about two years. Can you tell us why vaccine is actually not the proper term for this disaster? Well, okay, so it depends on how you're using the term, and that's and that's where everybody has their differences of an opinion. It's a drug vaccine biologic is technically what it is. And when people use the term uh, gene therapy, it's fine to use that term because the federal government has used that term. Uh, the federal government actually published a document back in August of 2015 that's on the website under the under the publications aspect for the virus, where they actually issued a statement on shedding for what they called viral and bacterial mRNA and DNA uh, gene therapies. <clears throat> so they used the term. And then in January of 2020, they followed it up with another document leading back to the first one, but further stating that shedding was the product of the vector, which means in this case, the spike protein. So at least from the FDA and Health and Human Services point of view, shedding is a real phenomenon. This is gene therapy by their definition, not my definition. Again, as a research scientist, I I, I'm uncomfortable with that because it's just, you know, it's a it's a drug vaccine biologic and a biologic is something that you insert into the body to have some type of effect on a living organism. In, in this case, you and the virus. But the reason why this is so much different than everything else we've ever done before is that this virus is not naturally occurring. The, the book is COVID-19, a bioweapon, uh, something for the readers to decide, a scientific and forensic investigation, walks through its origins. And so Dr. Fauci and NIAID doesn't do any research on gain of function of coronaviruses. However, 
that's not what the data shows. The, the data shows that there was funding that came out of all of those organizations that went to uh, Peter Dazak at EcoHealth, who then sent money off to Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, and Shi Zeng Li at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Wow. They're not the only people that did this work. They, they're just probably the better well-known ones. But the book shows what grants existed, um, some of the grants anyway, they show published research papers. And I think, you know, one of the major patents that's in there actually shows that the National Institutes of Health and NIAID is a recipient of the grants uh, and, and a patent that was given for the express purpose of doing gain-of-function research, chimeric research, on the spike protein of this coronavirus. So it's hard to say they're not involved in chimeric, which is the scientific term for gain of function, research when the patent says otherwise. The U.S. and China were both intimately involved in, in the development of this. And uh, I think what probably happened is the U.S. was playing China and China was playing the U.S. and you saw who got caught in the crossfire. Why um, would they be involved in creating such chaos around the globe? The vaccines that they've done is they've taken the genetic sequence that exists in this spike protein, and they've injected that using technology they've been working on for more than a decade mm. to get our cells to make these spike proteins. But here's the problem. Number one, the spike protein is a bioweapon. So you don't have to have a PhD, MD, or a JD to figure out if the spike protein is a bioweapon, and what you're putting in somebody is something that builds the bioweapon you've injected them with a bioweapon. We've known for years that if you give these injections to people, they don't stay at the site of injection. They, they, they spread around the body. I mean, Moderna did a study with these lipid nanoparticle mRNA vaccines um, back in 2017 with animal models that showed that it spread all over the animal, in the brain, the bone marrow, the heart, the liver, the spleen, you name it. Somewhat disingenuous for them to look at us now and go, oh, we didn't know that was going to happen. Because really? they, knew, they knew full well years ago. Viruses cause this inflammation and blood clotting. Yes. You know, this guy Fleming brought that out in 1994. Yes. And that's, and that's a response to the virus. You know, the, your body's trying to kill the virus, so it dumps chemicals from the T cells to kill those cells. That causes inflammation. So that inflammation and blood clotting is good if it's controlled. But what we saw was a lot of people getting sick because they made a virus that spreads very well. All the PCR testing, mm -hmm. by the way, giant idea. We've never pan-cultured anybody before. And what they showed is that respiratory viruses spread by respiratory pathways. Great job. Congratulations. We spent a ton of money to show the obvious. Okay. That's very, very interesting. You're having me think about a lot of different things. because It's hard to find the truth online today. <clears throat> And which sources do you trust? And with social media, that might not be true, spreads very quickly. We also have a lot of people that don't know if they want to trust mainstream media any longer, including myself, uh, mm -hmm. just from having that background in Hollywood and seeing so many newscasters not do credible journalism, not to say that there aren't still some people sharing the truth on mainstream media. It's a big honking mess, especially with this chaotic situation with COVID last year. <clears throat> and, and honestly, talks of major lockdown again this fall. You said that what's going on currently with the COVID biohazard <clears throat> weapon, a.k.a. jab, is a violation of the Biological Weapons Convention Treaty and is punishable under international law. 
that made my jaw drop. Can you explain how we can help, you know, stop what's going on, stop the corruption? Most countries, including the United States, have, have signed the Violence Convention Treaty Agreement, right, which says we don't make biological weapons. And, and it's fairly clear and easy to read through. So a whole series of things happened after World War II, just to put history in perspective. Um, the Nazis did a lot of experimentation on people. Yes, and, um, you know, the interesting thing was that the Nazi doctors said that, you know, uh, they didn't do anything that the American doctors and other doctors weren't doing, which unfortunately is true. Um, but, you know, Nuremberg uh, trials had several components, 11 trials, I think it was. And the first one, most people hear about with Gehring and everybody else, the leaders of Germany. But the second one was the doctor's trials. Half of my crowd right now might be thinking, what is the Nuremberg trials? Can you explain that briefly on what that is? Right. So after World War II, when Nazi Germany surrendered and the world looked at the atrocities that had happened under the Third Reich, under Nazi Germany, uh, the world called for uh, a trial to hold Nazi Germany accountable. And they began with William Gehring, who was second in command after Hitler, and at that point in time was first in command since Hitler was dead. And they brought them for crimes against humanity. And, and there's a variety of, of crimes, a conspiracy, crimes against peace, war crimes and crimes against humanity. And, you know, it was clear that they we couldn't just hold their leaders accountable because what happened in Nazi Germany was everybody went along with it. Exactly. Right? You know, and everybody knows that the Jews got taken to concentration camps. But you know who they took first? The intellectuals. They wow. took the intellectuals. I <clears throat> knew okay. that. I, I was trying to go back 20 years to when I had <clears throat> history class in high school. They took anybody who would raise questions about what they were doing and they and they shipped them off to concentration camps. They followed that with the Jews and the homeless people to get all the undesirables out. But you shut down the people that are going to raise questions and make people think, you know, deja vu, right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. That, that gives, that makes uh, hair in the back of my neck stand up right now with what they're doing with big tech censorship. Yeah. So the goal is if you can stop people from learning the knowledge or sharing it or questioning, you can pretty much well control the people. And at Gehring's trial, they said, you know, Gehring said, look, any country can get any any of its people to do exactly what they want. And one of the American prosecutors said, oh, no, 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 not in the United States. The United States, we elect our officials. And Gehring looked back at me and said, you know, any country, a republic, a parliament, socialist, communist, fascist, all you have to do is tell the people that there's a problem, that they're at risk. Tell them what they're supposed to do and tell them that anybody who doesn't do that is anti-patriotic and is threatening them. Deja vu? Yeah, exactly. Deja vu. Okay, so the second trial were the, were the, were the uh, doctor's trials because the doctors are saying, we don't do anything different. So there were actually a group of doctors who were there at the trial American, who said, no, we have to come up with a code. So there were, there were several codes that were put in place of things you don't do. One thing is you don't do is you don't experiment without doing animal studies first. Secondly, you never experiment on anybody without informed consent. consent. So here's the thing. Wow. Yeah. So this is an, an, an event 2021. We opened up the Pfizer, Moderna, and the Janssen 
package inserts so people could see that they were blank with except for the words intentionally blank on them. Okay. I remember is, seeing that in the <clears throat> news. They didn't want anybody to know what was actually in it. <clears throat> yeah. It's they're intentionally blank. So the doctors that are telling people to go get vaccinated, they're not informed. We, Absolutely we, we, not. You know, and so the reason why people died up front is because they already had inflammatory thrombotic diseases, heart disease, strokes, diabetes, obesity, wow. all of these things. So given the fact that the virus just Tit, you know, set fire to the gasoline. Yes. And given the fact that nobody treated the inflammation and the blood clotting because there's no treatments available, right? Wrong. Wrong. And if you look at it, the same people who were involved in the gain-of-function research are the same people who said there aren't any treatments, are the same people behind the vaccines. Okay, That's exactly so, it. One <clears throat> nasty web. Yeah. Look at the conflict of interest that's going on. So person-to-person, hundreds thousands, let's be generous, say 10,000, right? In the Pfizer, Moderna, lipid nanoparticle, mRNA vaccines, there's 13.1 billion, okay? In the Janssen and AstraZeneca, there's 50 billion. And the Novavax is just, they grew it in a moth cell and then took that out, put the particles together in nanoparticles along with soap irritants from trees and inject that into people. Massive, massive amount of misinformation going on. And, and so you take people that are healthy, and, and, and that's what we're seeing with the VAERS reporting, and you take those people and you expose them to this massive amount of, of irritant, this antigen, this, this spike protein, and you should expect a massive inflammation and blood clotting phenomenon. What are we seeing? Massive inflammation and blood clots. Absolutely. Causing heart disease, other diseases, deaths. Brain damage from the spike protein going in across in the blood-brain barrier and doing exactly what we oh saw in the animal models. Oh, my gosh. So you, this is what is to be expected. You, out of all the research I've done, and I've done a ton, I'd have to say what you just said in the last five minutes, it was like an aha moment for me in this episode. It's like all the pieces <clears> are finally coming together of what they're doing, why they're doing it, the damage that's caused by it, since it was a violation of the Biological Weapons Convention Treaty, punishable <clears throat> under the international law, what can we do? Is there any hope in putting these people behind bars? Right. So in addition to the Biological Weapons Convention Treaty violation, there's violations of the Nuremberg Code for failure to do informed consent. There's violations of the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights for failure to provide informed consent. There's violations of AMA medical codes, and other countries have the same thing. So there's more than one international violation, treaty violation. And under the U.S. Constitution is treaty law. The Constitution of the United States, statutes passed by the legislature, Congress, Article 1, and treaties are the supreme law of the land, okay? Supreme law of the land, which means they cannot be compromised. Wow. So if you violate an international treaty, either because you have made a biological weapon or you have failed to provide informed consent, you have violated treaty law, U.S. Yeah. constitutional law. And if you are somebody who has taken the oath of office to defend and uphold the Constitution of the United States, you now have committed treason. Oh, you just gave me <clears throat> chills. Part okay. of me wants to cry, Dr. <clears throat> Fleming. Part of me wants to cry. I am so concerned because half <clears throat> of 
Americans in our country, 150 million people, supposedly, if we're getting the right stats on that, already got jabbed. My heart's just ripped in half. Well, these people that got vaccinated, many of them did it because they were afraid that they would hurt somebody else. Else. And so none of these people can be looked at with anything but appreciation for the fact that any of us would do anything we needed to do to protect the people we love and care about. And, And the manipulation that has occurred, we've never bribed people before. We've never given uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. I mean, it went from Krispy Kreme donuts and marijuana to beer to lottery tickets to Major League Baseball to $100 at your job to now coercion and fear factoring. I I teased you earlier, so I'm just going to toss it out there. I don't have a hat for you, but I think we should make hats that say, make science great again. Okay, and I'm going to have you with your extra 10 minutes at midnight one of these nights this week. Go ahead and get that baby ordered. Let's get a couple million out there. I, I I can't stress that enough. So I just want to throw this little curveball question in there. You know, I've been doing some research on Dr. Fauci from the very beginning. In fact, I have dirt on this guy from when I was like 16, 17 years old. He was around when AIDS first came out. I wanted to know. I was there. Yeah. In medical school. Oh, my gosh. Can you tell me your thoughts on Dr. Fauci? Um, Yeah, that's why we need a hat that says make science great again. Because as a research scientist with 53 years of research, for him to say he's science, I find personally insulting. The thing that's scary with Dr. Fauci that I wanted to circle around to is this guy supposedly has not seen a patient in 40 to 50 years. And and my first response to that is good for the patients. Yeah. Oh, um, geez. That's how I'm going to open up the show right there. So here's the thing. You know, SARS-CoV-2 is the virus. COVID is the inflammatory disease. HIV is the virus. AIDS is the disease. Cholesterol is a problem. Coronary artery disease is the disease. Anybody who thinks that this genetic code sequence is not getting into the DNA of people needs to go to the website. These vaccines are infections, okay? You are infecting your body genetic code, and it turns out to be the same genetic code that's a man-made gain-of-function bioweapon. So, you know, give it some thought. Yeah, I don't think you need a PhD and BJD to figure it out. Yeah, you figure it out. Is there anything we can do with these people who are doing these illegal things? They, they're punishable under international law. Are you currently working on that to put these people behind bars? Most judges care that this is a gain-of-function bioweapon. This is the thing that the judges are interested in, because this is a violation of treaty law. This is a violation of everything that a a sane, rational, good person would do. And these judges now have an opportunity. History is being written by everything all of us do right now, believe it or not. This is not a moment in time in which your actions are not part of history. Everybody's actions is a part of history. History is changed by one person first. Other people join, but one person begins the process first. That's how it's always been done. So we're taking this to international criminal court. I'm working with several countries to file these before the ICC to hold these criminals accountable. And and it's punishable by death. By the way, treason violation of your oath to the U.S. Constitution is also punishable by death. 
because one should not abandon one's country. One needs to take the oaths very seriously and not decide that you're above the Constitution of the United States. That gives me chills, Dr. Fleming. That gives me chills. We need to be praying about this entire situation for people like you sticking your neck out to save millions of people. Um, you're on the front of the lines. You've got a target on your head. I've, I've got a target on my head for other reasons. But people tuning into this episode, you have to share this content far and wide and click on the links in the show notes. Before I leave you here, Dr. Fleming, there are people tuning in saying, you got to be kidding me. I've been hearing the truth the last couple of weeks. I wish I would have never got the jab. Is there anything that they can do to get their health back, cleanse out their blood? What are some tips and tools that they can do right now to help get their immune system where it needs to be? Okay, so to begin with, as far as your immune system is concerned, many of the things that I've been saying from research for decades, you know, the the obvious things, get the weight down, get the health problems under control, the diabetes, the heart disease, all the other problems, the high blood pressure, get the inflammatory thrombotic diseases under control. Improve your lifestyle, exercise. Look, you don't have to become an Olympic athlete. Okay? You don't have to be like the Norwegian that won the 1500 um, the, the other day. And since I'm Norwegian ancestry, Viking ancestry, that was a good moment to see. Um, you don't have to be that. You don't have to be, you know, a marathon runner of any sort. But get out, do things, exercise, don't smoke, don't use excessive alcohol, whatever that is. Use common sense, good old-fashioned common sense that I think most people still have right. to take better care of yourself. The lockdowns that occurred stopped all of that, didn't it? I mean, it, it resulted in people not exercising, not going out and being active, not interacting with friends, not socializing for their mental and spiritual health, uh, not eating well. They just ate junk food. They got fatter. They, they All these problems got Depression, worse. Depression, suicide, a, no yeah. sun, vitamin D, you, you name it. I, I agree. Yeah. All of that stuff was violated uh, in addition to just locking us down. So you can go on the website. You can look at the different proposed treatments. It'll give you vitamin and mineral uh, combinations. It'll tell you uh, what drugs have been shown to work for infections or COVID. Under the answers uh, tab, um, you will find at the very bottom best evidence treatments and flowcharts for doctors. Best evidence treatments uh, are, the, are the PDF versions of that. If you like, uh, note that it says flowcharts for you and your doctor to consider. So please consider it with your doctor as well as the people that you actually care about. We're, you know, we were very successful in the studies that we published on SARS-CoV-2 and on COVID-19. It's a very effective little bioweapon. It did exactly what they wanted it to do. It spread around the planet. By the way, we're no longer in a pandemic. We have an endemic. It's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. The only changes that are occurring are when we're messing around with drug vaccine biologics that put pressured selection on the ones that are there. And had we actually done these drug vaccines the way we've always done them, you know, which would have taken two to five years to develop. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're approaching the end of year two. How many millions of people have died worldwide? Is it over four million or six million? 
Over 600,000 Americans, they didn't need to, by the way. FYI, if they'd have been treated for the inflammation and blood clotting, they wouldn't have died. The vast majority of them would not have died. We wouldn't have shut down the society. We wouldn't have treated everybody like they had leprosy. You know, I completely agree with what you're saying right now. It's absolute lunacy for me. There needs to be people behind bars. It's just how I roll. So let's pray for this major trial, which you're trying to put together to put the bad guys behind bars with what happened, because I think a lot of this is intentional. Just with my personal last couple of decades on some of these elites that are behind this whole thing. I mean, we got the World Health Organization connect with the CDC, the FDA. There's a lot of of, uh, connecting the dots for me the last couple of years. Your information is absolutely fantastic. Thank you for letting us grab your brains here for this episode. Go to FlemingMethod.com. This information is in the show notes. Share this show to the masses, people. Last but not least, you definitely want to check out his book, Is COVID-19 a Bioweapon? A Scientific and Forensic Investigation. I love FBI work. That sounds like an FBI book. I'm definitely getting a copy. (laughs) Send me a signed one, please. Um, I will digest that and put it underneath my pillow at night and soak in your knowledge. Um, you, you just have fantastic research. So thank you for your time. Don't believe a majority of mainstream media. And if you have a show topic or a guest that's as excellent as Dr. Fleming, we set the standards high with you today, buddy. Um, <laughs> definitely email us at show at counterculturemom.com and we'll definitely consider it. It's an honor, Dr. Fleming, talking with you about a very touchy subject that needs to be addressed if we have half of our country, the United States of America, that already got the jab. So thank you for your time today. I greatly appreciate it. My pleasure to be here, Tina. Thank you. You got it. Everybody, go out there, share this truth, and save some lives. Talk to you guys soon. This is Tina Griffin, host of the Counterculture Mom Show. Stay tuned for our last action-packed episode with Hollywood insider Tina Griffin on K-Praise. Right after this... Parents, we lock our doors and windows to keep bad things out. Yet there are digital doors and windows left wide open that may allow pornography and even predators into our homes right under our noses. Covenant Eyes has accountability software and free educational resources to help foster deeper conversations and raise up strong internet-ready children. Text TINA, T-I-N-A, to 66866 to get your free parent guidebook today.